0: Hello, welcome to another episode of Seeking Mount Parnassus. I am the poet formerly known as Derek.
1: And I'm Katana.
0: If I could teach the world to be a thug in harmony. (laughs) If I could teach the world to be a thugster just like me.
1: You never know what song's going to pop out.
0: Do you love Bone thugs in harmony (laughs) I heard that Stephen Forrest loves Bone thugs in harmony (laughs) That's why I started singing that right now. That's what I heard through the grapevine. If I could teach the world to be a thug in
1: harmony. I mean, the harmony part is good.
0: If I could teach the world. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Sorry, I'm all whacked out. We watched a documentary about Harry Houdini, and it gave me a lot of Aries energy. Mm. He has like every planet in Aries, and it shows. (laughs) Yeah, indeed. We also found out um, by anger and frustration that I'm Aquarius rising and my entire birth chart's different than it was.
1: I mean, it's, it's entirely different in the sense of the placements, the house placements.
0: Yeah, all the houses have changed.
1: Because of the time. Because we did not have a verified time. We took the time from your mom or memory. Mm-hmm. And then we actually went to the Bureau of Vital Statistics in Santa Fe. And they gave us a time. That was on record. Yes. That was different than the time that we had by about four hours. Yes. Which then moved the chart to Aquarius rising and moved your planets to different houses,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: prompted by you're not feeling like it was right.
0: What prompted the feeling was uh, we did an interview with Stephen Forrest last week, an astrological interview. It was the first interview we've done on this podcast. We had no intention of having a interview show, Um, but we had an interview with Stephen Forrest, who is an astrologer, and uh, we talked about our planets and our uh, birth chart a little bit, and in my previous iteration of the birth chart, I had a 12th house Sun, 12th house North Node, 12th house Jupiter and Aries, um, and Mercury and Pisces in the 12th. I had all these 12th house business going on. So uh, knowing that, Stephen Forrest suggested that I should go sit on a mountaintop, mm-hmm. which caused me to be pissed because <laughs> I don't want to sit on a mountaintop alone. I don't want to do that no, so i I was like i, I don't I don't like this I don't want to go sit on a mountaintop alone. It doesn't feel right, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it prompted us to <clears> just go directly to the vital statistics and get the physical uh births. What is it called?
1: Certificate,
0: birth certificate, and then uh, on there it said that I was born at three thirty-five a.m., not seven twenty-eight a.m. So now I have a second house, son, and nothing in the twelfth house. Mm -hmm. My whole life has changed. (laughs) I have no clue who I am. I've lost my identity. I'm just blowing in the wind.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, which is interesting because it raised somebody we were talking to made this comment about well skeptics of astrology would say like you're just influenced by whatever people tell you and that just proves that astrology doesn't work or i don't know that it's like implied
0: have you ever held a skeptic's head underwater (laughs) how long do you think a skeptic can hold their breath harry houdini could hold his breath for like three minutes
1: (gasps) yeah at least (laughs) i mean yeah i don't even i don't know if we want to go down that road but it does change it changes something but then it also is more accurate and it feels more right and i think that you intuitively knew something Mm -hmm. was off Mm -hmm. but then there's this other thing that we think about and talk about of like why not have the information when we did right and and there must have been something that you needed to see or learn Mm -hmm. from the previous iteration yeah of the chart i mean you said it really beautifully in the conversation with Stephen Forrest that Once you start talking to it, it starts talking to you. That's true. And that's true about everything in the universe. Mm -hmm. So astrology is the same way. And I've had so many experiences like that where I didn't see something or I had once I I had run my mom's chart and I'd accidentally entered the wrong year and I didn't even notice it for like a year. Oh my. And I kept looking at the chart going, This doesn't seem right. It's just not and I couldn't engage with it. Mm -hmm. And then I finally spotted the error redid it and was like, Oh, all right. I understand. Yes. But but why? Why was I not able to see my mom's correct chart for a whole year? Yeah, for a whole year. You know, the timing of it uh, there there was a reason behind the timing of it. I think so. I mean why did we not even get into astrology until we did? We were yeah, talking I about that too.
0: Thirty five you were how old were you? 39 yeah. Thirty nine. Oh man, on the verge of being a supple cougar at that time. <laughs> 39. Dear God. I don't know if you've ever been out in the public, out in the world, but it might be dangerous. (laughs) 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 That's my experience.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but just the information coming. But I I do think it's an important thing to, to... to question everything, of course, obviously. That's part of our whole ethos. Right. And the fact that what Stephen Forrest said didn't sit right. <clears throat> Excuse me. It didn't sit right with you. No.
0: It made me feel like <clears> throwing a tantrum and crying and pulling my little tiny hairs out. <laughs> pulling my eyebrow hairs out.
1: <laughs> yeah. So the fact that you're willing to question. You, you weren't just taking it in as well stephen forrest is the guru so i have to whatever he says is right mm-hmm. even though obviously he doesn't know anything about your time and and the the veracity of it i right, mean he right. didn't, he didn't really make a mistake per se no i no, mean that no, could no, be I, an accurate interpretation of a 12th house north node right you right you just don't have one
0: right right yeah there was nothing wrong with anything that he had to say actually it was just the feeling that yeah. it gave me because it didn't feel right, right. it felt like uh I could feel the feeling of me going to sit on a mountain made me feel bad, mm-hmm. uh, so that was the the impetus to something, mm-hmm. uh, which I think this happens actually a lot in life. People just ignore it, you know. The yeah. guru, the teacher, the the fucking doctor, whoever is like, you have fibromyalgia, <laughs> right. and you're like, oh God, I don't know. Yeah, I don't feel like I do. Right. But then they say, you have fibromyalgia. You should just lay on the ground (laughs) for the next 40 years and collect social security benefits. But I don't want to lay on the ground, sir.
1: (laughs) I don't feel right. (laughs) Right. Yeah, which is uh, about the whole way of thinking of of having authorities of any kind, really. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, the the interview with Stephen was an accident. It came about total accident, without us trying to, at all to make that happen. No, and so we felt like, okay, the universe is giving us something and mm-hmm. making this happen, so let's do it. But and it was good. I'm glad that we did. And yeah, me too. I think it exposed uh, new people to the podcast, which is excellent.
0: I love it too when we expose ourselves.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we're not we're not Stephen Forrest clones. And he said, it was interesting because he said, the school is designed to create Stephen Forrest clones. Mm -hmm. But he also said that he wants his students to go forth and continue their studies and explorations and experimentation and things like that. Right. And that's what I did. You know, there are more levels to the school than the apprenticeship program. There's master levels and I... Considered doing that mm-hmm. and decided not to because I started to feel like, all right, I kind of understand Stephen Forrest's worldview. I kind of get his system. Mm-hmm. I've got the basics. I know I have the tools. Right. I don't actually want to be indoctrinated. I don't want to be a Stephen Forrest clone. Mm-hmm. What's the point of that? Especially going into an Aquarian age, we need new ideas and new perspectives. Yeah. And I felt like and that's been a story for me mm-hmm. my whole life. I mean, similar experience going on recently with um, riding, horseback riding. Oh, yeah. Lessons. And this also connects to the whole generational thing we've been talking about.
0: Oh, yeah. Pluto and Leo. What happened?
1: Why? Why did you do this to
0: us? (laughs) Pluto and Leo. (laughs) Fucked us. It's rude, man. Jesus. You have 50 years to make it happen. And you're like, actually, I'm just going to collect Social Security. Um, You guys are fucked. Good luck. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be in my uh, 300-acre ranch. (laughs) Uh, have fun. Hopefully, you can pay me to do some shit. Right. Two hundred years old. I'm never gonna let go. I'm never letting go of my yeah. my material possessions ever. Yeah. Until I
1: die suddenly. Yeah. Uh oh. Right.
0: Shit. Next lifetime.
1: Pluto and Leo is the the baby boomers. The baby boomers. Now. I don't know the precise years, but I know it includes most of the '50s, late '40s, late '40s, and most mm-hmm. of the '50s are Pluto and Leo generation Mm -hmm. and that generation is now in their 70s mostly and they're still holding on
0: clutching on
1: and running everything so it's just been interesting for us we keep having encounters with people Mm -hmm. of that age oh yeah so the the riding similar thing I, i went and took some horseback riding lessons uh after not taking lessons for four years and just doing my own training with mm-hmm. my own horses, and I had taken—I don't know, got probably 15 years in my total life of steady, consistent instruction and training from other people. Yeah, and <clears throat> yeah, it's just a uh, Aquarius. You're Aquarius rising, mm-hmm. and I have Uranus conjunct the Sun. Yeah, it gets to a certain point where we want to be free and to create our own way of doing things and to trust our own way of doing things. And I think that's partly what the Aquarian time, this Pluto and Aquarius, and then all these other planets right now mm-hmm. is is about. I mean, how how are we gonna come up with new ways mm-hmm. and new approaches? The only way to do it is to break out of the old system right. and experiment. And I think that the, it's it, maybe it's ironic or maybe it's predictable that the baby boomers think of themselves so much as this revolutionary generation because of the sixties and seventies, but mm-hmm. then they've become the old guard at yeah. this point. You know, they're, they're the tradition keepers mm-hmm. and they're the ones that are keeping the current system in place at this point, Right? whether they would say that about themselves or not, that is what's happening.
0: seems like it. Yeah. We got to go outside and, uh, and interact in the world. And it's, uh, I don't know who's in charge, uh, somebody.
1: <laughs> somebody in their 70s, perhaps.
0: Yeah, the, the wheels of government are, are ran mostly by uh, younger people, but the, the heads, yeah, the heads of all these things are, yeah. are probably in their 70s or so, you know, 60, yeah. 70, 80, 90, um, unwilling to change, unwilling to let go. Mm-hmm. Um, they spent 50, 40, 30 mm-hmm. years dedicating their entire lives to the financial system building up a nest egg. Do you remember that, this thought? If you just build a nest egg, when you're 65 years old, you'll take your little nest egg and you'll have enough money to live till you die. And that's how, why you should work. You should work from age 18 until you're 65 years old, create yourself a nest egg, which actually just means money, mm-hmm. and, and then use that little nest egg to live for the next, uh, I mean, it used to be not that long. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's like okay. Now you got forty more fucking years. You got to live uh, after age sixty-five <laughs> right. on right. your nest egg. Hopefully, you've created an, a nest egg. Um, this is bullshit. This is fucked up. This this is not. I'm not gonna spend forty years digging trenches or uh, installing um, vanity lights in people's bathroom remodels for uh, forty more years. Hell no. I'm not doing that to create to create. Uh, numbers on a screen that equal out to be a nest egg for me to not have to work, blah blah blah. This is over. It's mm-hmm. over. Uh, I, I'm sorry, and uh, that people don't know it's over. Right. But it's over. Right. I mean, I, no, no one's doing this. People aren't doing this anymore. Well, yesterday, I was at, we were at the co-op. I had to leave the co-op because I could couldn't take the energy of it. It's killing me. So I went outside and I sat. I s- sat in a chair in the sun, and I watched all the the co-op shoppers go into Mm -hmm. the place. Um, What I saw on the whole was a bunch of people in their 30s um, high Mm -hmm. out of their minds. Uh, One woman was wearing a T-shirt that uh, about um, it was a magic school bus, Mm -hmm. a magic school bus T-shirt. This is the reality of the the world. Uh, This isn't, we're not going to make it. (laughs) We're not going to make it. If this is what's happening, Mm -hmm. people getting high and, Mm -hmm. and glorifying a child's TV show. In their mid thirties, mid to early forties, yeah, you know, uh, this is what's really going on. So I think we should just let go, let go of the whole thing, and um, start something new. Which that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, we're trying to, and we're we're gonna do it. And and we don't have to participate in that in that system or the way that it works. Um, but the the baby boomers and uh, even Pluto and Virgo as well yeah. uh, are glued, you know, because. The problem was that they got tricked. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, just work, create your savings, and then retire. Mm -hmm. You'll be happy. But what they found out was they weren't happy while they were doing it. Then they got some money, which isn't really that much. Mm -hmm. And now between the Social Security payment, uh, their pension, if they have a pension, Mm -hmm. uh, and maybe their 401k, they have just enough to live okay somewhat, Mm -hmm. but not like extravagantly. And uh, also they wasted their whole lives and they're not happy either. Right. Like, oh, fuck. Now I'm 65. I'm all fucked up. Can't move. um, And my youth is gone and I'm stuck with this uh, person I didn't even want to marry. I just did it. uh, You know, but we could have been together for 40 years. Mm
2: -hmm. Too late now. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's the it's backwards, the goal being money first
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that once you get the money, then you can be happy yeah. or then you can care about other things like yeah. love, like joy, aliveness, creativity, mm-hmm. new ideas, whatever. Yeah. You can do that after you work right. and after you get the money. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't work that way because you're not creating any causes for those things to grow and flourish in the future. It's just straight up karma. Right. I mean, if you if you spend all your energy on work and money, then that creates a certain result,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which is not happiness. Right. And, and people do seem to know that, but not really. It's like they keep doing it no matter what. Hmm. I mean, it's not like it's. We don't mean to make it sound like it's simple you just snap your fingers and all of a sudden you don't have to worry about money or care. I mean, you know, but what we've been talking about is just the mental the the mental attitude. Right. And today we've got I mean, this whole week, it's the the astrology's been wild. I don't know how you guys out there are feeling, but there's been some very intense things going on the past week or so. Pluto is making a bunch of conjunctions in Aquarius. So we yeah. have Pluto-Mars conjunction for the last few days. Now Venus, Venus is still in Capricorn, but it's at 29 degrees right on the edge. Mm-hmm. So now Venus is one degree from Pluto and three degrees from Mars. So we've got Venus, Pluto, Mars right. jammed together. And Venus being in Capricorn still, I think, is even an excellent opportunity to look at the tradition and the old system. Yeah. Venus also can represent finances and your values. hmm so with Pluto and Mars, I think it, it is the right time for a shake-up and for a, uh, uh, you know, Mars, courage, yeah. risks, mm-hmm. um, fighting, whatever you got to do. Right. And I think a lot of the fighting is internal. It's an internal battle. It's a spiritual battle for your own soul right. of how much of my mental energy, how much of my emotional energy, how much of my time. And we got offered it. <laughs> Opportunity to work pretty much full time picking up horse poop for like, I don't know, $20 an hour. Yeah. Last week. And we just decided there's no way in hell that we're going to do that because it's going to wreck our bodies. I mean, we already take care of five horses every day. This would be like an addition to that. Yeah. For not very much money. Mm Mm-hmm. And we'd be physically wrecked, and we'd have no time to do anything that we want to do.
0: For not that much money.
1: For not that much money, which is just not worth it. No. Are we independently wealthy? No. No.
0: (laughs) Newsflash. Here's another newsflash. We're not independently wealthy.
1: We do not have trust funds. No. Or anything like that. We have actually no support from our parents or families in any way. Well...
0: Uh, not support. financial so, support so we have the loving support <laughs> we have huh? some loving support we have some loving support
1: a pretty yeah but i don't know where am i going with that just that it's a choice and i think that the mental control
2: mm-hmm. it,
1: it works so well and that and the fear
3: right right
1: it's not that the control system has become financial it's no longer requiring much Mm -hmm. force right to get people to participate it's everybody's sucked in Mm -hmm. and tied into money right in every way and then also to social media and these other things but i think money is is the biggest spell Mm -hmm. that's been cast on humanity especially in the west i mean yeah especially in the u.s right and the pluto and leo generation are are our issue is that they talked a big talk in the 60s and 70s early 70s about revolution and change and
0: um smashing the
1: system <clears throat> smashing the system dropping out all these things trying to get trying to get connected to a spiritual life of some kind mm-hmm. and you know it just it didn't go anywhere everyone everyone went back onto a self-centered path, which is Leo, Leo's downside, selfish, you know, right. going to get your, get your own, get your fame, mm-hmm. get your money, get your recognition, you know, keep your own power. Right. And it, Leo is not really known for its humanitarian or no. um, altruistic no. uh, efforts. Can be can be quite entertaining. There's some really interesting rock stars and other people characters. Jim Morrison
0: was interesting uh, for a while before he died uh, of drugs.
1: Yeah, (laughs) but just that the the fundamental thing has not changed and it's gotten worse really Mm
2: -hmm.
1: in terms of being wrapped up in that. So this is just another topic I think for the Aquarian shift and what's going to come out. And now we know you're Aquarius rising. Yes, yes. Which makes perfect sense, really. Mm-hmm. But it took us, uh, I don't know, we just we were kind of stuck on this, looking at the time, it was like a Taurus rising or Aries rising. Yeah. Couldn't quite, n- neither one really seemed to fit no. that good. But Aquarius rising does make sense.
0: It makes sense. <laughs> looking
1: back and like, what are the first impressions people have of you, the rising sign? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you're different.
0: Uh, Yes, that's for sure. You're not, not like anybody that. else. No. You're one of a kind. Me and Harry Houdini, <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock, Timothy Leary, Galileo, mm. in a bobsled. <laughs> Ram Dass and Katana meditating on the side. That's an explanation. Yeah. You figure that out.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know. Jumping, we're jumping around. We'll see which thread wants to... Wants to go further, but I think the the thing with the generational stuff is just to have a balance between appreciating what what has been done. Mm-hmm. Stephen Forrest created an excellent program to train people in the basics of astrology. Yes. Excellent job. Great job. We appreciate that.
0: Yeah, it helped, it's helped me quite a bit. That's yeah. how I learned about astrology. Thank you.
1: And then now, what are we doing? What, what's next? Right. What's next? It's from um, West Wing.
0: Oh, yeah. What's next? Nothing? Okay. Get the fuck out of my office. <laughs> <laughs> if I could teach the world to be a thug in harmony. <laughs> for the love of
1: money. Aquarius Rising.
0: I think you should listen to Bone Thugs. I don't know what's your problem. What What's out wrong with you out there? <laughs> People with their bullshit mum- mumble rap and fucking bull crap. It's uh, shit. I don't even know what's going on. Um, Something that doesn't suck. Bone Thugs and Harmony. They have like 10 records. They're excellent. Mm. Harmony. It's excellent mm. music. It's just got a very uh, dark vibe. <laughs> uh, a lot about drugs and killing and um, money and yeah. uh, uh, superficial things. But the harmonies of the songs are yeah. excellent. And, uh, you know, they're from Cleveland. They're not, you know. Just listen to them. Give them a chance.
1: (laughs) Okay, we will. (laughs) Will you stop talking about it if we agree?
0: I don't know. I can't guarantee that. Okay. (laughs) Here's the crux of what's happening. We're um, I'm 36, and Katana is 42. Uh, She's hitting close to having a Uranian opposition, Mm. and I'm I'm not even that close to a Uranian opposition or Pluto square. And I'm I'm basically nuts. <laughs> I'm like I can't even go in the store without <laughs> succumbing to the pain of the energy of the of the psycho freak women that are dressed in like like nuts. Mm-hmm. And and we don't know what to do or how to how to do it. The only thing I know how to do is just be myself. Mm-hmm. I, I have no other option. Um, but in this the system that we live in is controlled. At least it it seems like it's controlled by uh the government and the, the media um fucking stupid influencers, the influencers mm-hmm. of celebrities um but that is all um it's going down yeah uh they just don't know, they just don't understand everyone is is totally obsessed with um shit that's not real mm-hmm. uh we keep talking about it we, we say it a lot of times. the second you turn the power off. There is no bank account. There is no bank. There is no anything. The, the Wi-Fi mm-hmm. no longer works. I don't know if you knew this, that the Wi-Fi won't work if there's no electricity. Um, so the, all these things, the entire Western civilization is built on a facade of a, of a need for um, either nuclear or coal-based power plants, which are unsustainable. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's the, the fact that they've lasted 100 years is a fucking miracle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, all that's going to go down. And then what's left uh, right. when you're driving your, um, big, huge Jeep with big, huge tires on it, what are you going to do when you go to the gas pump and there's no electricity and you can't pump the gas, you can't physically pump the gas into your big thingy that you are driving around. With. <laughs> what are you going to do with it? Where are you going to go? Yeah. You know, uh, at some point, and I think this, the point's coming soon, we might have to all look at each other. And be like, oh shit, we're on Earth. <laughs> How's it going? How, right. What are we gonna do now? Right. No one is is right. helping us. the The financial system is a, is a pyramid scheme. Mm-hmm. Um, the government is a, is also a pyramid scheme. Mm-hmm. Uh, religions uh, also a pyramid scheme. <laughs> of our f- own families also a pyramid scheme. <laughs> Dear God, what what should we do? You know, so we're we're trying to figure it out. What what should we do? I don't yeah. know, I don't know what the hell we should do. Yeah. All I know the, what we should do is be ourselves and do what we love. Yeah. That's it. Uh, everyone right now. If that means wearing a Magic School Bus t-shirt and getting high out of your mind. <laughs> all right. Not on a weekday. Try that. Yeah. I, uh, uh, give that a shot. I don't know if that's going to help anyone or if you're going to be able yeah. to help me when yeah. I, when I'm yeah. out there and I need food. Yeah. If you're being high out of your mind. Right. And, and trying to nostalgize 1993 yeah uh, i don't know if that's going to help me eat food or um get the wi-fi back on right i don't know hopefully you've got some technical training uh, on top of that uh, magic school bus t-shirt
1: <laughs> right.
0: i don't know maybe you're a fucking uh tech genius i don't
1: know maybe yeah i mean this is an interesting question and we we've been noticing that we've got listeners now all over the world literally all over the world it's really cool and we don't know who you are out there and we've been thinking about this and we really would like to know who oh, you are oh right
0: yeah so here here's the thing american listeners all right just close your ears for right now <laughs> thank you america oh great you're so excellent i'm so happy to hear you listening in in the us what i want to know i want to i want to know what the hell you're doing in bali yeah japan we got a listener in uh, somewhere in india um, South America, maybe
1: almost every continent. Almost now. every
0: continent except, except Antarctica, for Antarctica, and um, Iceland and Greenland. Oh damn! And I don't think there's any in Russia. But on the China. on the edge, there's some in Eastern yeah. Europe. All right. Obviously, China. China has China, no. We have no. no listeners in China.
1: They will never allow us into China. <laughs> in no way.
0: But we we want to know what what the hell are you got going? Yeah. On? In Australia, in uh, France, in Spain, in Kenya, in Uganda, mm-hmm. in. Um, Senegal, Panama, Panama, um, in Monterey, Mexico, in um, Canada, in uh, the Philippines, in Thailand, in um, Latvia, mm. in um, Oslo, uh, Finland. What is going on over there? What, yeah. is, what is the consciousness yeah. in these other areas that are not um, uh, only 200-year-old ideas of yeah. how, to, how to have a country? Yeah. What what do you think about what we're saying? Is anything we're saying have any any resonance to yeah. to your way of life? How, how is it in, in South America? Mm-hmm. Do you have to suffer over there? Yeah. What about in Thailand? In Philippines? Are yeah. you a Filipino right now? What are you, what are you doing over there? How does it how does yeah. it work? Well, um, please email us and tell us what it is you've got yeah. going on over there. We we would like to know, and we would we're uh, we're on the cutting edge of technology and um, consciousness, actually. And we're, we're ready. We're here, actually, to help and to do whatever we can to to bring about a, a massive shift. You know, they mm-hmm. talk about this bullshit on Instagram yeah. and uh, conspiracy theories. There's a, massive, there's a massive shift in consciousness. We're all going to ascend into 5D consciousness. Right. Just waiting for the Pleiadians and the Galactic <laughs> Council to agree with uh, Joe Biden to uh, drop the grid of the uh, hologram. And then we'll all, you know, that's not really going on. But what <laughs> is going on is there is a shift in consciousness. Yeah. We're a part of it. Yeah. And I think that if you're listening in the Philippines or Australia or any of these other places. I they, mean,
1: if you're listening, period.
0: If you're listening, period. Right. You're I mean, part of it. Uh, no discrimination against Americans. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we are Americans.
1: It's hard for Americans as well. It, may, it might even be harder right. for Americans to hear what we have to say. Right. And to understand a different consciousness. Right. Because it's so... Uh, everywhere you go mm-hmm. in the United States, you can't get away from it. No. So it might possibly be easier other places to not be participating in the mainstream way of looking at things. So yes, please send us an email. We will send you a poem. Yeah, if, if you send us an email.
0: If you send us an email and, and give us a, a honest, open response about what you've got going on in your country or just whatever the hell you have to say, uh, I will. I have like a hundred or more poems mm-hmm. I've already written, mm-hmm. and I will send you one immediately yeah. as soon as you send me yes. an email uh, about what you got going on, or if you have any questions. Yes, Or uh, ideas. Ideas, if you, if you have an idea, if you're sitting on 500 acres somewhere and you don't mm-hmm. know what to do with it and you're, mm-hmm. you're like, man, I wish there was two, two people who could help me with this uh, 500 acre ranch that I don't know what to do with. Mm-hmm. So here we are, We've got, we're here. Mm-hmm. We're ready to, to pounce mm-hmm. on the new era of consciousness mm-hmm. because the old era is gonna fall away yeah. and the only ones left are gonna be, oh, guess what? We're gonna be here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Along with you. Mm -hmm. So let's just get it on. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's get, let's go for it. Yeah. uh, In a new consciousness. uh, And um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We got a little too excited there.
1: No, that's perfect. (laughs) That's beautiful. Uh, That is what we're doing. And that is what we care about. Right. And we're not, please, write to us if you're in the United States. We're just teasing. Yes, yes. We would love to hear from you. And then uh, this idea about interviews, we never set out to do interviews, mostly because, we get along with each other and we know how to talk to each other and we get a specific kind of flow going. Yeah. The two of us. And it's harder to do. It's not the same.
0: No, no, it's not. You know,
1: we had a good conversation with Steven, but it's not the same. And also the other reason is just because most celebrities and, you know, we just don't think have, they're not that interesting. (laughs) No, you know? I mean, what we're really interested in is a, is a good conversation. Yeah. But we were thinking about if we got some emails or people start telling us their stories or what they're doing or their ideas, that maybe that would make an interesting interview.
0: Yeah. You I want to know, wanna know what, what the hell are you doing in Senegal? Yeah. I don't know anything about Senegal. Yeah. How are you living over there? I would love yeah. to talk to you and yeah. see what, what your life is all about yeah. uh, and what you think about consciousness. What, what do you care about? Uh, wh- how do you make it each day? I mean, we we try to make it each day, mm-hmm. and we have difficulties in our American way of mm-hmm. doing things. Mm-hmm. How do you make it out there in in the Philippines mm-hmm. or in uh, there are some other ones, uh, Costa Rica? There's all these chains of islands. Yeah. We've had some some listeners on these chains of islands. What if you live on an island? How, yeah. how is it over there? You know, yeah, we would we'd love to interview you, yeah, uh, and and have an exposure of of reality, uh, with the consciousness of, of the place and the consciousness of the person.
1: Yeah. And obviously there's a unifying factor that if you're listening to this podcast, you're interested in different ideas and you're interested in meaning. Right. And those are the things that we care about and want to know what people are doing, because we do think that there must be, obviously Mm -hmm. somewhere, some people that are sharing a similar kind of, Feeling and uh, intention right that we are, so we want to connect with you mm-hmm. out there and hear what's going on, especially with all the what's happening recently, and you know speaking of massive shifts, yeah, the Jupiter Uranus conjunction coming up on April twentieth, right. there's a lot of hubbub about that, and you know, I don't know. my experience has been every time there's one of these things and then there's all this hubbub, and then astrologers put out workshops and it's all over social media. And thankfully we're not exposed to all that, but I'm sure that it's going on. Mm -hmm. And then nothing that much seems to happen. No. You know, like, but maybe it happens personally. Mm -hmm. I I just don't, I don't know. But with Jupiter, Uranus, conjunction and Taurus, Mm -hmm. maybe it is going to be about, hey, we're actually here on earth. Right. And we have to live like we're actually on earth. Right. Instead of whatever, whatever's going on now. I mean, this morning we went out and let the horses out into the bigger pasture. And they went running mm-hmm. into this big space and they're running around and they're all happy and snorting and their tails are up and they are not thinking about bank accounts. No. And they're living beautifully, perfectly mm-hmm. on the earth. How are they doing it?
0: I don't know. It looks like they're doing it excellently. They're all in, in fairly good shape. Yeah, they are. They, d- they don't take baths. <laughs> no. They don't. Um, all they eat is like the same exact thing every day. They have no, <laughs> you know, they do the same type of thing. They all take a nap around between yeah. 10.30 and 12.30 every day. Yeah. They all just lay down together, Yeah, take naps in the sun. Mm-hmm. How how are they? Have they figured it out? Right. And we are are somewhat, or at least seemingly, struggling on Earth to mm-hmm. to just live on the Earth. Right. It's it's silly, really, actually. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that that is the most helpful to to understand is that it is silly. We should we should and do know wow. how to live on the Earth. Mm-hmm. We just. I haven't, haven't had a good example <laughs> yeah. for the last few hundreds of thousands of years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's interesting now with your second house, everything is now in the second house right, instead of the 12th. So we've been talking about the second house and what does it mean? And traditionally it means finances, mm-hmm. but it also has to do with resources for survival. Mm-hmm. So we've been just starting to Think about what does it mean with all, you've got all these planets and Aries mm-hmm. in the second house, including the North Node and Jupiter and the sun. Yeah. There. And then you've got Mercury there in Pisces. Yeah. But I think this, this question of how do we live, mm-hmm. it, it does seem to be a second house kind of question. Yeah, I mean, the 12th house is more about removing yourself. Mm-hmm. And we've got, and then it changed our composite chart a little bit as well. Right. So now our composite chart, the sun in Aquarius, is in the 12th. (laughs) Right. Which makes sense to us because we do retreat quite a bit as a couple. Yes. But individually, no. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, the second house being about survival. Maybe, Maybe part of your role is to help be a leader of how do we actually live? How do we live... Especially with the second house being attached to money. Mm-hmm. I mean, in a way, your first reaction was like, I don't care about money. So yeah. that doesn't make any sense. And mm-hmm. I was like, but yeah, but that actually could be it. Right. I mean, you, you have a unique perspective yes. on money. And you also have a unique confidence mm-hmm. about survival. Yeah. And you got quite a lot of skills as well. Yes. That are, will, will be helpful if there's no power. Yes. As well. Yes. But yeah, I, I don't know, you know, what is what is the, the seeking Mount Parnassus. What is survival? What what does it mean to make it mm-hmm. as a human on the earth? And and what do we need to do that? Right. It seems like it could be a second house question. Mm-hmm. What resources are needed? Net, also networks can be part of that. Connections, skills, mm-hmm. assets. You know, yeah,
0: just know. resources in general. Yeah. One thing I learned uh, in the army um, and before the army, really, I mean, I, I moved out when I was 16. I've been living on my own mm-hmm. since then. And one thing I've learned is that, is that there's more to material reality than most people are perceiving. Um, the only difference is there's, the, the, there's rules. You know, like you can't do this, you can't do that. But actually, if you needed to, mm-hmm. you can do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, an example is: there's houses everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have, if you don't have one, mm-hmm. you could go inside one mm-hmm. and and stay there in the mm-hmm. night and st- and not die. Mm-hmm. Um, the only problem is of rules. Mm-hmm. They, the person that lives there, might not want you to be mm-hmm. in there, <laughs> or whatever. You know. Yeah. Um, if you view all of material reality as mm-hmm. just how it is. You know, the horse doesn't um, discriminate what's on the earth. They smell things, then they bite them, Mm -hmm. they chew them, and then if it works, okay. Mm -hmm. This is a plant for me. They're not like, I don't know.
1: Who owns this plant?
0: (laughs) I'm not sure if I should be here. I'm just going to go sit down. I'm going to wait until (laughs) no one's looking, and then I'm going to go bite this plant. (laughs) That's just not That's true. how it works. The, the, uh, we're able to actually do anything. The only reason we're not able to do it in our in our human way yeah. is because of these rules that there are. Right. I mean, there is unlimited amounts of land. Mm-hmm. Uh, that There's plenty of room for everyone yeah. to have a little tiny piece and li- yeah. live on there. Yeah. Uh, there's no uh, fear, really, I don't think, of over- overpopulation no. Or uh, resources being scarce or anything. No, uh, th- there's plenty of land. There's plenty of people. There's plenty of resources. It, it, they just have to be used in a way that, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, by people who care about about it. Right. You know, when you tr- take a little piece and say this square is mine, everyone else fuck off. You're you're creating problems mm-hmm. that didn't exist before you said that. You know, if if land is land, then it's just land that can be used not used actually just um utilized
1: or lived with in harmony
0: yeah like you can you can do anything you want um but you have to have the consciousness of it um uh, the other thing about the army uh in the infantry they make you 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 got a lot of things you have to accomplish and if you go to war you find out that there's no rules i mean sometimes you, there's no rules you make the rules mm-hmm. the you can drive on the wrong side of the road. you might have to drive on the sidewalk mm-hmm. uh, you might have to smash your humvee through a wall and then dismount and and occupy a building now this this is your building i mean that's that can always be done mm-hmm. It's just the limiting of consciousness right. of, of of things that stop you from doing things mm-hmm. based on rules and the government mm-hmm. and uh decorum and mm-hmm. uh harmony and all that mm-hmm. but in reality you can everyone could do anything they mm-hmm. choose it's just the the little mm-hmm. rules that are stopping them and and uh the fear of of what might happen if you don't do the right things but it, it's not the reality of what's going on mm-hmm. there's plenty of room there's mm-hmm. plenty of resources there's plenty of energy uh you just have to mate with it and then mm-hmm. it will work You know.
1: Mm. I like that. And now we know you have an eighth house moon. Yes, I do. And I have an eighth house sun.
0: Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> so merging is something we know a little bit about. Indeed. I mean, yeah, that's, that's kind of what we're trying to say about the Pluto and Leo generation is like, you're, you're approaching death. Mm-hmm. That's the facts. And why hold on? Yeah. And I think that the the problem is the consciousness. It's 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 what I was saying about if you spend your whole life mm-hmm. attaching to money and attaching to material things and believing that these things are real mm-hmm. so much so that you're willing to sacrifice your life which is the only thing we have
2: mm-hmm.
1: for it. It's going to be hard to reverse that mm-hmm. momentum. I mean, I think people have this idea that they're going to hit retirement age or something and then suddenly their life is going to be filled with love friendship, mm-hmm. uh, peace, happiness, all these things. But where are those things going to come from? Right. You've got to work for them mm-hmm. and not by making money, but by actually putting energy and effort and mental effort and all of those things into it. Right. If it's not a priority, the majority of your life, it's just not going to be there for you Correct. at the end. And the material things don't do it, it. Sometimes it's just baffling to me how this message is not getting through. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? It, why is it still working? Every wisdom tradition ever in history has said money is not good. It doesn't work. Right. You won't be happy. Then there's all these studies that have been done about it mm-hmm. by scientists and researchers showing that once you hit a baseline level of survival needs being mm-hmm. met any money beyond that doesn't work it doesn't increase your happiness in any way
3: right
1: yet it's like lemmings going going to the edge mm-hmm. with this obsession mm-hmm. of money and i know the argument i mean the, the most common argument is like well you got to survive and how are we going to make it and how are you going to but i think that it's it's backwards mm-hmm. it's like the first thing should be love. Right. Love is the priority. Happiness is a priority. Compassion is a priority. Um, aliveness, you know, these things have to be the priority. Then the the ways of surviving will come to you. Right. And you will make them happen with with the proper flow. Right. It doesn't mean there aren't moments where it might be it's a risk in terms of the traditional system that would be regarded as a risk right well you don't know for sure mm-hmm. if you put your effort into this relationship but what if the relationship fails right then what will you have mm-hmm. okay yeah but if you don't put your effort into the relationship it will fail for sure definitely you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: so uh, yeah it's a so-called risk but so is so is the money is the biggest risk of all mm-hmm. i mean how many financial crises have to happen before people start to understand the money is not real. It's not even there. There is nothing there. No. It's numbers on a screen and it and if something happens, the numbers are gone. That's it. There's no actual money anywhere anymore. No. You know all about this with the yeah. Federal Reserve.
0: I mean, even even if there was, the the governments have proven like thousands yeah. of times over that the second there's an actual crisis, mm-hmm. they just nationalize pensions, uh, they'll just take your 401k and your pension Mm -hmm. and they'll nationalize, nationalize it. Mm -hmm. So now your 40 years that you spent working your ass off, Mm -hmm. uh, breaking your body is now the government's. Right. And then that won't work either because the money is not real. The whole thing is built on the (laughs) total bullshit. Yeah. And there's, it's completely impossible and unsustainable to, to make it work the way it does. The only way it, it does work the way it does is because people keep doing it and they keep stealing it. That's it. No other way. If they stopped doing that, it would would stop working immediately. Tomorrow.
1: Yeah, and this whole thing about, like, the Federal Reserve just making money, more Mm -hmm. money. Just inventing money. Yeah. There's no money. Here's a billion. Let's do a bailout for the banks. A billion dollars, whatever it was. You know. Where did that money come from? It's not money. It's not real. No, that's this why is...
0: they can't even call it money. It's called fiat currency. That's why they had to change the name. Oh. Money, is, money I think the definition of money is something physical, Oh, like gold. That's why gold was abolished in 1971. Uh, the, then they changed the name to fiat currency because it's not money mm. uh, uh, because it's nothing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's tied to nothing.
0: No, it's tied to nothing. It's it's It can be unlimitedly created.
1: Right. Right, so the point being, it's a risk. Yeah. It's a big risk. Huge risk. To put your whole life into something that's not real. Mm-hmm. Because not only is it not going to be there when you die, it might not be there when you're alive.
2: <laughs> right.
1: You know? And there's just no, there's no way to hold on to it that way. Mm-hmm. And not only that, even if it is there, you're not happy. It's just so obvious we live... Uh, in an area where there's a lot of wealth mm-hmm. interestingly you know that we that we landed here on our path of like disinvestment we end up being placed in a in an area where we're surrounded by wealth yeah and you can see it you can feel it there's so many houses around santa fe area that look abandoned mm-hmm. i don't know if these are like people's second homes or they're Airbnbs, or I don't know what's going on, or the people are actually living in them, but they look abandoned because there's no life <laughs> really going on. Right. But there definitely is no love. I mean, you can see, if you look at these fancy houses, you can feel it. It mm-hmm. feels empty and it feels lonely and sad. Mm-hmm. And the people feel that way as well. Yeah. And yet it's still, I don't know, just got people under the spell. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, just completely brainwashed, right? It's like, okay, yeah, but somehow if I get this, I'll be happy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so then Pluto and Leo, as you're approaching the end, mm-hmm. you know, what are you doing? What are you doing with this holding on to resources? Mm-hmm. You own a 300-acre ranch, says who? What does that mean? Right. You know, if you have no children that want to take it over, which is happening a lot, farming and all this no the younger generations aren't wanting it right what is what is it that you're doing with this what is there a legacy do you want to preserve what you've done do you want to pass it on Mm -hmm. to the next generation to make something great with it or do you want to sell it for a profit when you're 78 years old and then what are you going to do with the money right at that point you know what you're going to in your 80s now you're going to live it up you know you never had an opportunity to yeah i i'm laughing because it's absurd but it's also sad Mm -hmm. to me right because it's so wrong headed Mm -hmm. and it's just the wrong answer right and it seems so obvious you know Mm -hmm. but like you were saying okay if you if you're out there and you have some kind of resources like uh, what what could be done with it right like let's think creatively (laughs) Let's get our I mean, we are ideas people. We have lots of ideas. Right. And we could come up with, I mean, we have come up with many, many different ideas for projects and places and mm-hmm. ways to do things and ways to live together with other people and horses and all, all of these things right. that, that could happen so well and so easily mm-hmm. with a cooperative mindset and, right. and a mindset that was just. <clears throat> to just let go of this mine it's mine
2: mm-hmm.
1: i remember being a kid and just learning about boundaries like state boundaries and uh-huh. and i I always was like well where is the line
3: mm-hmm.
1: i don't see it mm-hmm. there's no line right like i lived in um maryland when i was a kid and i go to camp and we were constantly hiking across these different state lines—Maryland, Pennsylvania, Delaware—you know, you're the, all yeah. the small states—and uh-huh. I would just be like, "I don't, I don't understand.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Where's the line? Right? Because they're not real. There are no lines. No. The Earth does not belong to anyone. No. And we, we can be on the Earth and belong to the Earth anywhere we are. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be. Uh, you don't have to have a piece of paper. No. Saying that you can be there. No. But these are radical ideas. I mean
0: this is I think this is one of the main reasons why we're um the feeling that we have is in in the 60s and 70s there was a a, a shake up in consciousness mm-hmm. at least supposedly and nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Here we are. It's right. 2024. Right. 1964, 1974. 84, 94, 2004, 2014, 2024, nothing happened. Mm-hmm. The consciousness and, and the way of life has not changed mm-hmm. one iota.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That, that's fucked up. Right. Uh, people on a mass level took their time that they had and they invested it into shit that's not real. Mm-hmm. And here we are. now. Here we are. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wasn't born until the year until the year 1987. By the year 1987, uh, I don't know. We were on a path.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Here we are now, 2024. Um, and now it's up to us. It's up to me, and it's up to Katana to shift the whole um, stern mm. of the ship. Or the bow? I don't know. I'm reading Moby Moby Dick, <laughs> trying to learn all the damn <laughs> the words. Ship terms. Uh, we're trying to sh- turn the ship, mm. um, but it's been heading towards a peril mm. for a mm-hmm. long ass time, mm-hmm. and it's not a, a quick movement. It's a 200 foot boat. Mm-hmm. It it takes a while to mm-hmm. turn turn around. Mm-hmm. But uh, we have to do it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were born we were born on the ship, you know. And we're looking at the crew, you know, the captain's 78 uh, and all the crew is uh, in their 70s. And we're mm-hmm. like, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> like, who's, been, who's, who's running this fucking ship? <laughs> we're, we're born on this ship. And, and you guys are, what are you doing? You're just fucking drinking all day. And, and can't you see we're headed towards absolute destruction? And, and you're not doing a damn thing, uh, except for just, you know, having parties on the boat,
1: <laughs> inviting bands to play on the boat,
0: um, saving your, your shit that you found uh, in the sea.
1: Listening to NPR.
0: Yeah. What the fuck? So it causes us to be like, what happened? Yeah. I don't, I don't understand what happened. Uh, but now it's up to us. Mm-hmm. It's up to us to, to take the ship. We're going to we're gonna have to have a mutiny. All right, Captain Ahab. Thank you. You've done an excellent job, but we're gonna have to tie you up <laughs> and throw you overboard. Right. Sorry, you, I mean you had forty fucking years right. before we were even alive yeah. to to make some shit go down, yeah, and, and help, yeah. But you chose not to. Yeah, it's not my fault. No, I mean I don't want to tie you up. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to do this. I didn't. I didn't want to put a bag over your head. I'm not, I don't want this to happen, but what am I supposed to do? I'm on, I'm on the ship too. Yeah. This is a fucking ship. We're all on this damn ship together. So if, if no one's going to be in charge, I guess I'm going to be in charge now. Right. Right. I mean, by your, your actions of 40 years, you've just, you've displayed that you don't know how to be captain. Yeah. So now I'm, I'm going to tie you up and throw you overboard. Right. And now I'm the captain of the ship. Right. Uh, guess what? First rule on the ship, turn the fucking ship around. And uh, we're all doing it together. Um, there's no more parties. We're not having any parties till this ship is is turned <laughs> in the opposite direction. Yeah. Uh, until then, we're doing some actual shit, mm-hmm. and it's going to be difficult, but it's going to be easy because mm-hmm. we're going to do it together, mm-hmm. and we're all going to participate. Mm-hmm. There's not going to be uh, some people just fucking laying around. Right. We're we're all going to jump on board. We're all, we're all going to be on deck. No, there's not going to be no one sleeping. We're all going to do it and we're going to turn it around and we're going to make it happen with or without you. I mean, if you're 78 years old right now and you're sitting on a, on a 5,000 acre fucking ranch in a 6,000 square foot house with a 2,000 square foot guest house and a 1,000 square foot uh, guest guest house, and uh, <laughs> you know, you have a gardener, a maid, a butler, a private jet flyer. Just give that shit away to someone that can use that it. That has a vision. That has a vision. That, you're you're going to fucking die.
1: Yeah.
0: Give it up. Let go. Yeah. Dear God. Yeah. It's, it's not going to matter. No. Really soon. You're going to die and it's going to be all over. And someone is going to have to go to the fucking ranch and take over the thing anyway, mm-hmm. regardless of what you think. Right. Someone is going to have to take care of it. Take right. care of it.
1: Right. Beautiful. Excellent speech. Thank you. I get goosebumps. Oh, yeah. Been waiting. I've been waiting for someone like you, actually. If I could
0: teach the world <laughs> to be a thug in harmony. <laughs> <laughs> just be a thugsta, just like me. <laughs> I mean, that song was written in like the 90s. What's yeah. happened? I mean, come on. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. And I think the Mars... Mars and Pluto together right now mm-hmm. in Aquarius is that kind of energy. Right, It's action mm-hmm. and decisiveness and assertiveness. I mean, I think that that is the thing. And there, there is some obvious, uh, it happens with every generation, right. et cetera. Mm-hmm. But I think that that is uh, with this shift with Aquarius energy coming in and uh, our generation being like, we're ready to go. But I think that the difference is that this, this generation of Pluto and Leo won't stop. Right. I mean, every other generation before them is like 60s, they're done. Right. You know, this generation is like the eternally young in their minds generation. Mm-hmm. And we, we're never going to stop. And we can, you know, what were you saying? 50 is the new or 70 is the new 50. Yeah. Um, no. No, it's not true. It's not.
0: You, if you're 70, you cannot wear tight jeans. <laughs> you can't wear skate shoes if you're 70, unless you can skate. If you can, you skate. can skate. If you're Tony Hawk yeah. or um, Bob Burnquist or, or uh, fucking um, lead singer of US bombs, yeah. Dwayne Peters, the master of disaster. Yes, you should yes. wear bands and you should skate. Yeah. If not, if you can't skate, fucking throw those away and put on some loafers, put on some, <laughs> some white New Balance, some slippers. and slippers. with the program. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, give give somebody else a, a chance. Mm-hmm. And it's it's in every arena, and I've seen it in nonprofits too. That I was, I mean, I still do some consulting with nonprofits in the mostly in the food food and farming world and. There's old people in that world as well that just won't let go. It's Mm -hmm. like clearly the people that are younger are the ones that know what's going on. They're the ones that have the ideas. They're the ones that are bringing the energy Mm -hmm. and are actually carrying out the work. But the old people that are in the so-called leadership positions Mostly are slowing things down, you know,
0: sending emails to wrong, the wrong people, right. uh, not knowing how to turn the fucking computer on, <laughs> uh, trying to use a landline during the zoom call, all that, you know, just fucking lay, lay down, Go, watch the prices, right? That's why there is the prices, right? Go sit down and watch the prices, right? And wait for the pay, wait for the mail to come. And just do that until death. Right. Or, or if you've got a, something going on, give it away to someone that you know, yes. is smart.
1: If you you have a big fucking farm, give it to someone. Yes. Go try Willy Wonka, (laughs) you know, try to find someone that has values and a vision and give it to them. That'll generate some good karma for you at the end. You know, maybe you haven't spent enough of your time and your resources generating good karma. Right. Now's an excellent time to do something before you leave. You know, I mean, it's funny because we're not allowed. These are things we're not allowed to say. Now we're age discriminators or something. But it's just a fact, and it's true. And we keep seeing it over and over again. Right. That despite whatever people tell themselves, mm-hmm. there's like a, just an inability to think into the future at a at a certain point. Right. And I think that that may just be a natural thing. Mm -hmm. But it should be what should be happening is that the old people should be helping Mm -hmm. the younger people.
0: Yeah. The chief, the chief should be telling the the 20 year old how to fucking be a leader. Yeah. They shouldn't be
1: trying to hold on to the leadership. No, no. I mean, that's that is missing. And I think part of the problem is because Pluto and Leo. With this idea of eternal youth, mm-hmm. they have not stepped into the the Senex, you know, the, the right. wise elder, the Capricorn, right. the, the high vibration of Capricorn, the wise elder. Mm-hmm. Where are the wise elders?
3: Right.
1: They are not really around. No. I mean, there's maybe a few, but even the ones that I have seen mostly are still trying to hold on. Mm-hmm. They're trying to make money still. They're trying to hold on to pr- their own possessions, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's egocentric a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you listeners know of good examples, please share them.
0: Yeah, but if you are a good example.
1: Yeah, maybe you are. Maybe you are an older generation and you care mm-hmm. about what's coming next and you support younger people and you're trying to help mm-hmm. instead of just holding on to what you have selfishly mm-hmm. until the end and then not contributing anything to the future Mm -hmm. i mean i don't know i i just feel like what i would like to do at that point in my life if i make it is to turn to the next group coming up Mm -hmm. and say how can i help you I mean, we're already doing that Mm -hmm. with people younger than us. Right. Of, okay, you want to be on a spiritual path? You want to get out of the system? You're feeling alone and isolated. No one understands you. Talk to us. Mm -hmm. We'll be your friend. Mm -hmm. We understand. We support you. Right. Um, How can we help you? Here's what we know. Right. So that should be happening, and it's not. Right. And I think that the only thing... That generation has has done is generate wealth or accumulate money, mm-hmm. and then they're going to pass that on, maybe, right. to their own children if they have any. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just lacks it lacks vision and it lacks compassion,
0: and it lacks reality. Yeah. Of, uh, of the system. Yeah, the, the even if you give all your money to yeah. your to your child, right. that money just like what would happen to you is yeah. not going to be worth shit. It's not real, right,
1: and Money by itself is nothing. Right. I mean, it's not, if you don't have ideas, Mm -hmm. you don't have a vision, you don't have values, you don't know what's important, Mm -hmm. you can have all the money in the world and you're going to become a a, a movie star. I mean, you know, look at those people. Mm -hmm. They clearly don't have the answer. They have money, Mm -hmm. but what are they doing with it? Majority of them, nothing. It's self-indulgence to the max, Mm -hmm. which is a Leo problem right. as well mm-hmm. and is what happened in right. the 70s you know let's just do whatever the fuck we want yeah whatever feels good mm-hmm. do it uh, wh- how is that helping other people right uh, or y- your own children even mm-hmm. if you want happiness then you have to make the causes of happiness this is the basic buddhist truth right so the causes of happiness are compassion altruism, love, uh, service, connection, Mm -hmm. joy. Those are causes of happiness. Money, material, wealth, status, power, followers. I'm sorry, but these will not work to make you happy.
0: It's the truth. We are the music makers and we are the dreamers of the dreams, says my good pal who loves purple. Thank you. I don't know. I fucked it up.
1: You didn't fuck it up. I just wasn't sure. Like, should we stop there? Because that sounds—that seems like an excellent ending.
0: Yeah. Right. I don't know. I think you should listen to this podcast if you're seventy-eight years old. Mm. I think you should tell your seventy-eight-year-old friends to uh, give away their ranch. Uh, Yeah. You should um, email us if you're in. Yeah. If you're in uh, Panama. Uh, our email address is seekingmountparnassus at gmail dot com. Go to our website, seekingmountparnassus.com. Uh you can you can contact us there. Um, go to lwltw dot com, which is just a redirect to seekingmountparnassus.com. dot com. You can listen to us on Spotify, on fountain. Um try something new yeah. out there. You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, talk about forever young or talk about, you know, if you got all this energy mm-hmm. and you're in your seventies, mm-hmm. wouldn't it be cool to get together with some other people mm-hmm. and actually support a, a cool project or mm-hmm. uh, something for the future? Um, try a different way. Right. I mean, it, it's just, it's sad and disappointing mm-hmm. to me to see everybody just acquiescing to this whole thing you know it's you're gonna die alone in your giant house Mm -hmm. and why right it it didn't have to be like that no and and maybe there's still time i don't know you know people get involved with something for the future or uh something to help other people that that will make you happy
0: right definitely
1: and we have energy and we have ideas we do So we can contribute those things. We have various skills as well. But I think that the things that are the most important or the most universal are the ideas and the the energy.
0: If I could teach the world to be a thug in harmony.
1: (laughs) When you started singing that, I thought you were going to sing, if I could teach the world to sing in perfect harmony. You know that song? It's like a kid's song. Oh, no, I don't. Maybe that's where they got it from.
0: Maybe, yeah. They probably did, yeah. yeah.
1: Or, um, we are the world. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of the 80s. (laughs) We are the children.
0: Yeah, if you're um, Mick Jagger, Elton John, Michael Jackson, Madonna, uh, Bono, and Prince, um, give up your ranch uh, to someone who can use it. Uh, The earth is still going to keep going on. We're gonna keep on being on it, uh, and it's gonna be an excellent uh, future. Um, and you can participate from another realm, mm-hmm. especially if you generated excellent karma and merit. Right, right. Uh, so, might as well just go for it. Just do it. Mm-hmm. What's stopping you? Mm-hmm. Um, you could be a thugsta just like me <laughs> if you wanted to, and I think you should try. And um, I think I've said this maybe a hundred times already. Just do it. Yeah. Just go for it. Yeah. You, you you can do it. I know I know you can do it. And I know that the future is going to be excellent, uh especially since we're all going to be together. Soha. Soha.